From TrackMan, the LPGA Tour averages a driver, take a guess, club head speed, 94. Average carry, take a guess, 321. 218 yards. 7 iron, club head speed, take a guess, 76. I don't really pay attention to club head speed with the mid irons. I look at it as more of an important metric with the driver. Club head speed matters. To me, what matters with the irons is like, how far is my ball going? What is the spin? All of these numbers numbers add to your club head speed. But think about that driver for a second. 94 mile an hour club head speed, 218 yard average carry. All right, now for that, that's the average, okay? So there are LPGA Tour players that hit it further, significantly further, and some that hit it shorter. But the reason I like this as a comparable for you and even and me, yeah, we're in the same group, same boat, is those gals, the ladies on tour, are playing the yardages that we're basically playing when we play golf. Their courses might be 62, 64, 66, 6,700 yards long, as are most of the courses most of us are going to play often, right? So this is kind of what I've always used as my benchmark for do you hit it far enough? Do you hit it far enough to score? So when we're thinking, when we're having this conversation, what's more important, speed or accuracy? That's a big deal, right? Speed or accuracy? What do we need? What do we need more of? What is the low-hanging fruit to help me shoot better scores? Before we get in too deep, my name is Tim Connor. I'm the host of this podcast. I teach golf all day long. That's all I do. Okay, This podcast is my uh, opportunity to rant about the things that I get to learn, see, and be a part of. I get to be a part of a lot of golfers' journeys and improvement processes. I am not perfect. This is just stuff that I've learned along the way. And um, I want to share that stuff with you to make your learning curve simpler, easier, faster, less lumps, all that stuff. So speed or accuracy? Speed is good, right? There, but there's a point of diminishing returns. When you start swinging fast enough that your dispersion pattern goes like this or widens out, that's not good. That's not good, right? Because golf is ultimately a game of precision for most of us. And it depends on where you're at and where you want to be. Do you want to break par? Well, you could do that with the LPGA Tour averages. You could do that carrying it 220 yards. Do you want to play on the PGA Tour? Well, that we need more than that, right? Then we should be using the PGA Tour statistics. But basically, if you're somewhere playing on the same length courses as these gals, these are your benchmarks. If you want to be a Division I golfer, if you want to be a PGA Tour golfer, if you want to be a major champion, yeah, that baseline has shifted. But for most of us, the average Joes and Joettes, <laughs> that's kind of the basis I want to operate off of. So a couple more statistics from that for you. Angle of attack, three degrees up. Ball speed, 101.4. Smash factor, 1.48. Launch angle, 13.2. Spin rate, 2600. Interesting, right? Interesting that we see these numbers that have higher spin rates than what maybe your fitter might recommend. There's a reason for that. There's a method to the madness. A ball that has a little more spin tends to be a little more accurate. So... You don't really want to have 1,700 RPMs of backspin on your drive. This is kind of an offshoot, but I like using the PGA and LPGA Tour averages as guidance for what proper spin rates are. And most computing programs 
will use uh, lab theory or whatever. The things that make the most sense in theory, but the theory isn't how the best players actually play the game. For example, often a fitting software will recommend, uh, say an average hitter hits a seven iron, carries it like 145, 150, might recommend about 4,500 RPMs of backspin. Now that's a good amount of backspin to, to get the most distance out of the seven iron, but let's get you those LPJ tour averages real quick. How much backspin do you think they have on their seven iron? Play that Jeopardy song for me real quick. 6699, basically 6,700 RPMs of backspin. Any fitting software you go into isn't going to spit out those numbers for you. It's gonna tell you you need less spin because less spin makes the ball go further, but it's also less accurate. So when you're trying to figure out, hey, what are the, what's the right clubs, what's the right equipment, what's my North Star, using some of these numbers is a better North Star than some of these computer edited theory programs. These are how the best players are actually playing the game of golf. Now, I've heard so many comparables in the past or arguments of, well, we shouldn't compare ourselves to tour players because we're different. We shouldn't compare ourselves to the best players because we're different. That's right, you're in a different stage of your learning curve, but this is what the pinnacle of golfers do. This is what the best of the best performs. This is how they do it. This is how they manage their golf ball around the golf course. And they're just averages. That doesn't mean you need to hit the exact average. It means it gives you this baseline to work off of. You could spin it a little more, you could spin it a little less. You could certainly carry it further than 220 or even carry it a little less. A lot of it depends on you, your goals, where you wanna be, you know, and the style of golf you wanna play and stuff like that. But what I want you to take out of today is this gives us a really nice, like, green zone or acceptable range acceptable ranges for what the best players are doing and kind of a north star to what we want to work towards. Working towards being able to carry your driver that far would be cool. Working towards having that amount of spin on your seven iron would be cool. These are just averages and nothing more than that, but they provide us averages from the best. And, you know, those ladies could go out and shoot a 62, 63, 64, 65, 66 on these courses that most of you average Joes are gonna shoot 75, 85, 95, 105, 115. And it's not because they're hitting it further than you. It's because they're playing a game of precision. You're playing a game of guesswork. They know they're not guessing. They create good flush contact. You don't. They have control of their curvature and it's predictable. Likely, you don't. There's so many lessons to be learned from this data that I could probably record for an hour ranting. <laughs> Is this a podcast or a rant? Um, good question. Really, these are good things to know and operate from. What I want you to take out of today is that likely you create enough speed to score the golf ball really, really well. There's a reason you're not scoring the golf ball really well, and it's because your contact is poor or your control of direction is poor, or you make poor decisions, or you have loose golf swings, or your technique is so poor that you can't have consistency over the course of 18 holes. All of these things add up and make a golf score or an average score over the course of the year. All of these little leaks in the bucket will appear over the course of time. And what you have to be able to do is you have to be able to step back, assess, hey, what is the thing that they're doing differently? What is the thing that these good golfers are doing that I'm not doing? How do they 
carry it 220, but I carry it 250, but I go out and shoot 85 every single time I play. There's questions to be asked there, and it's likely their contact is better, they're hitting more greens, they're making more putts, they're better with their wedges. That is a massive mega difference between the best players and the want-to-be-best players. Even what I would say Division One golfers versus like tour-level golfers. I've seen a lot of Division One players play golf, and they're like ball striking. Their ball striking can be amazing. I've seen many cases of amazing ball strikers, tour-quality ball strikers even, but when they get inside of 100 yards, it's like they're playing a different game. They're just their precision isn't there with their wedges. Their precision isn't there with their scoring irons. They're just not as effective around the greens and all that stuff. You know, as you get further and further down the rabbit hole of golf, all that stuff matters. And um, there's just no room for any chinks in your armor. With all that said, I should add that speed is a good thing, but it's a balance of speed and accuracy to create precision. Golf is a precision game. If you hit it further and precisely, that's great. But if you're swinging faster and you're losing precision, that's not so great. Ask yourself, do I hit it far enough to hit my scoring goals? Do you want to break 100? Do you want to break 90? Do you want to break 70? What is the thing you want to do? And then reverse engineer from that. Create your plan off of that. And um, I think what most of you will find is that you are hitting it far enough to score the golf ball. Let's leave it with that. You're hitting it far enough to score the golf ball. That's it. Go do the work. Learn to create ball-first contact. Learn to manage your club face to create more precision with your shot pattern. Learn to have a predictable miss. Learn to be a great wedge player within 100 yards of the green, within 50 yards of the green. Learn to be a great putter. Learn to hit the green and not short side yourself, right? Pins on the right side of the green. You have two-thirds of the left side of the green to hit. Maybe start it at the middle of the green and work it towards the pin. And if you hit the middle of the green, that's great. Greens are the secret sauce to shooting better scores. Having control of your ball flight is the secret sauce to not seeing the ups and downs over the course of time. Um, do the little things every day that add up to the big things over time. Work on the thing that you're the worst at. That's how you get the most output on your practice time. Uh, subscribe to this channel. Leave it a review. That stuff helps more than you know. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Rants with Tim, let me know. If you thought I was wrong, hey, let me know. This is just um, my experience. Maybe yours is different. Maybe the LPGA Tour averages from TrackMan, maybe they're falsely published. No, they're not falsely published. I trust TrackMan. I know those are good. And um, yeah, go do the work. We'll catch you back here. Same time, same place next week. He's crazy. Man.